Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, where we explore dysfunctional partnerships that became deadly. These stories give a whole new meaning to the term, till death do us part. Hello and welcome back to Relationships Unhinged Podcast. This is number 40. Four, zero. That's, I, I'm not looking forward to turning 40. No, no one looks forward to turning 40. It sucks. One day I'm going to be 40 and it's going to be like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, yeah. uh, the people in this episode were in their 40s. Okay. So I wanted to do something kind of crazy for 40 and this is a crazy story. However, it's short and sweet, I think. Oh, yeah? But it's fucked up. <laughs> it is. Warning for those who are sensitive. This yeah. is a fucked up one. Listen, if they're sensitive, I, I can't imagine they're still here. So... Can you imagine if you're just like a regular person and, you, and you're and you like, oh, what's this show? A relationship is unhinged. And they listen to like... <laughs> Say they listen to episode five yeah, first. They and listen, they're like, wait. Wait, what happened? <laughs> what? The next day in their therapy. <laughs> right. <laughs> she cooked her husband. Oh, my God. She ate him. So what do you have for? What do you have in store for forty? Okay, so this time we're taking another visit back to Winter Park, Florida. Oh. This is number two that we're going to Winter Park. I was going to say, like we're almost a resident. Right. Yeah. Florida. Florida brings us a lot of stories. Yeah, you know they have a website dedicated to the fucked up things that happen in Florida. You ever hear see it? No. Yeah. But you want to hear something funny because as I'm watching like a clip about this from Court TV, they say, yeah. So what are the odds that only only something like this could happen in Florida? Like. <laughs> The other guy's like, oh, totally. Yeah. So this is the story of Sarah Boone, who's 42, and Jorge Torres, who's 40. Okay. Oh, 41. Oh, he's 41. Yeah. Jorge. So this case happened last year on February 24th of 2020. Okay. And so this is like actually right before quarantine. So they were already like living it up in the quarantine life before quarantine because they had spent a night inside, a fun night of drinking doing puzzles, painting, and playing games. <laughs> what what could ever go wrong after a night of that? I mean, I don't like know. Like, if you're painting together, I feel like it's so blissful. This is so harmonious. <laughs> like, like, how do you have a painting party? Yeah, happy and tree. <laughs> right, how does someone end up dead? Right. So. Good God. So this is such a crazy story. So allegedly they were just drinking wine, nothing else, just drinking wine. But I think these two had, like, a, a long history of drinking and, like, domestic violence. Right. 2018 there was a situation where they had been in a bar and they came home and they got in a physical fight police were called and apparently she had choked him <laughs> like jumped on his back these cops in winter park florida are busy they are busy it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it went it, she also at the time that she choked him and jumped on him had like some bruising around her eye <laughs> They both got charged with domestic violence, but like neither one of them would testify against each other. Yeah, of course. So um, they were charged with like a, I guess, battery and dating violence, but yeah, like the charges were dropped. Right. Then again in 2019, two times in one month, he was charged with dating violence against her. <laughs> where these people say in these relationships, punched her. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, punched her, hit her, whatever. 
I think they were just like big drinkers. Yeah, and you like, know nothing good happens. Yeah, it like sounds like alcohol related. All this drinking. Yeah. So on this day of February 24th, she calls 911 after she found him unresponsive and not breathing. <laughs> she air quotes, she found him. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I can't even with this. <laughs> I can't wait to play the 911 tape. I feel like right now, like you're going to be playing it. Right. My boyfriend is dead. You can send a line for the fire department. Do not hang up. No, tell me exactly what happened there. Uh, my boyfriend and I were playing last night, and mm-hmm. I put him in a suitcase and we were playing. And okay. Like kind of hide and seek kind of thing. So I fell asleep, and I woke up, and he was dead in the suitcase. So I don't know what happened. Okay, is he hanging from somewhere or what, ma'am? No, I pulled him out of the suitcase. I tried giving him CPR. Just keep on pumping. That's all you need to do for me. Keep on pumping his chest for me. I don't need you to stop and talk or anything. I just want you to count out loud for me, okay? 31. 32. Please hurry. Okay, man, they're getting there as fast as they can, okay? He's deaf and he's purple. So 911, what's your emergency? So she says her and Jorge were playing a game of hide and seek. Oh, no. Come on. When he thought Stop. it would be a good idea. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Yes. Okay. Hide and seek. Okay. When, when At they, 40 years old. When mutually they came up with the idea that he should hide in the suitcase and she should see if he fits in it and zip him up. Okay. Mm. <laughs> she zips him in a suitcase. And? Then claims that she was kind of enjoying watching him struggle. Right. But then because she was drunk... She meandered upstairs to her bed and passed, passed out. out. <laughs> I knew it. Until 11 o'clock in the morning. Now, he got zipped in there before 11 p.m. So 12 hours. You're laughing, but this is a fucking torture. This is worse than being buried alive. Because now he's in like a fetal position <laughs> in this thing. So now, you know, her, her, her story of we were playing hide and seek <laughs> And I can't with this story. He thought it was a good idea to go in the suitcase. Right. And I was going to zip him up and we were going to play. Okay. So they arrest her (laughs) and they say. Wait, wait. Wait, slow down. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Slow down. All right. So (laughs) did the cops show up and he's still in it? No. So or, the, okay, so they show up and he's on the ground next to the suitcase. Okay. And on the so now we're the, our viewers are already going to hear what happened because right. on nine one one she tells them, ah shit, I passed out. I forgot he was in the suitcase. <laughs> I woke up. I remembered he was in the suitcase. I came downstairs. I unzipped the suitcase, right. but he's not breathing. He's not responsive. I tried CPR, but right. it's not working. She also tells him that he's stiff and purple. But instead, they still insist, as they do, that she give him CPR. So now get a visual in your head of this guy. He's in rigor. In rigor. Yeah, he's in rigor. In a fetal position. Yeah. And her trying to give him CPR. Good. <laughs> so now, because, okay, so the firefighters obviously took over this call, like, right. allegedly from what, like, you know, what the 911 call says, that the firefighters had taken over the call. <laughs> so the firefighter says, ma'am, just keep on doing CPR. I want to hear you counting. Go, go ahead. And she's like, so she's like, she's like 31, 32. She's like, someone just has to fucking get here. Like, he's purple. It's too late. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, we're going to be right there. Just keep giving him CPR. Good but God. I just have this vision of this guy, you know, like a dead cat all scrunched up and her trying to give him CPR, like not even possible. So when she wakes up, mm-hmm. did you fall asleep or did you pass out? 
<laughs> Shut up! <laughs> she like, oh my god, he's still in the suitcase. Or Allegedly, he, he, this guy wasn't screaming. Nobody heard this oh, guy. Oh, oh, okay. So when they question her about it, when they when they obviously they arrest her and they don't know what they're going to charge her with, <laughs> but they bring her in and they're like, okay, give us your cell phone. She says, okay. She lets them see her cell phone. Right. On her cell phone are two videos that she recorded of him inside the suitcase, okay? <laughs> Not only is he in the suitcase, but the suitcase is zipper side down. So like the part that flaps that you zip yeah, down, yeah, yeah. she flipped it over on that. So like he's like his weight is on the actual, right. you know, the part that closes. Right. He was saying, Sarah, seriously, I can't breathe. Sarah, seriously, let me out. And she's saying, that's how I feel when you fucking choke me. That's how I feel when you fucking cheat on me. Holy he fuck. He says, Sarah, let me out. I can't breathe. I'm serious. Sarah. That's my name. Don't wear it up. Sarah, I can't breathe, babe. Seriously. Yeah, that's when you do when you choke me. She oh intentionally left him in there. I literally just got chills up my spine. <laughs> it was funny until right now. Right. Now I'm thinking to myself, can you fucking imagine being in this suitcase and that's how you die? Oh my God, that's terrible. I know, because I thought it was funny too until I started to think about it and then I saw you the literally, suitcase. You literally changed this whole dynamic of the show. Like literally, I was laughing, thinking it's hysterical. And then when you say it like that, it gave me chills up my spine. Right. Okay, so he says, he says to her, seriously, Sarah, you got to let me out. And she says this, this is for everything you've done to me. Fuck you stupid <laughs> okay when that happened it was 11 o'clock at night okay good god fuck you stupid then she leaves him i can't even imagine the struggle that this guy went through no i can't either they do an autopsy it turns out let's see here <laughs> he's got scratches on his back contusions on his skull consistent with blunt force trauma he's probably trying to get out of it i think she hit him on the head rendered him unconscious and put him in there because he has blunt force trauma to his head. Then but I he, thought he has. Was, but I thought in the video she's talking to him and shit, and he's talking to her. So no one, no one officially knows exactly how long he was in there when this video took place. He could have been in there an hour. She could have like put him in there unconscious. Then he could have woken up and been like, "Fucking seriously, Sarah, let me out." And she was like, "No, dude, fuck you. <laughs> how does it feel?" Okay. This is nuts. The guy's got a black eye, a cut on his lip. Now, I do think that that could have been sustained from the struggle because maybe yeah. his hands were by his face and he's trying to, like, fight out. Maybe he hit himself. Maybe he cut his lip. But you really don't have enough room to give yourself blunt force trauma on the head. This is nuts. What kind of suitcase was it? Do you know? It was, like, one of those big fabric ones, like right. the biggest one. That now, keep in mind, I'm a pretty small girl, and I don't think I could fit in one of those. But I know that my claustrophobia would keep me from ever voluntarily, voluntarily going in one and saying, zip me up. <laughs> so This story is nuts. I'm not sure he did. Who would you? Who, how, how I don't you? care how drunk you were. Who would voluntarily go into a suitcase and be like, zip me up? I just don't <laughs> feel like you would ever do that. And but how would she truth, get him in this thing? I... Even unconscious, how the hell would she get him in this thing? Maybe he climbed in it. I'd have to see what this guy. Maybe looks she like. hit him like near it. I don't know. Good this guy. God. I mean, he's not that small. That's what I mean. How the hell did he even get he's in this? He's certainly not big. He's definitely thin. He's oh. he's definitely thin. But 
it's so funny how it went for me it's so funny it's like so like creepy okay so so the responders come in and there he is laying on the floor and they so they get there it's like between 11 and 12 and they finally assist officially call him dead one o'clock right right now i don't really think they were doing much to him but i think like by the time like they made phone calls like this guy died you know how they call them a medical examiner or whatever it's like one o'clock in the afternoon so guy was in the suitcase for at least 12 hours the neighbors (laughs) imagine firehouse conversation when they get back to the firehouse dude they're probably like what just happened (laughs) i feel like that would give me such ptsd and every time they like let's say they go away with their families on vacation they have they have to pack their suitcase they must be like oh god right that's crazy (laughs) every time they get mad at their spouse i want to see if you can fin this suitcase (laughs) (laughs) good god it's so crazy right it's really this is like this is this is bad it's sick so this the neighbors bad. say that they definitely had a long history of domestic violence. That they were always fighting. They could hear them through the walls fighting. I can picture you reading this. I'm going, oh my God, this is it. Like I can picture you being so excited. That First I'm like. <laughs> that you found this. Oh my God, this is fucked up. And then I'm like, then I'm cracking up. And then I watched the video and I'm like. <gasps> but like, okay. Because by, yeah, like I said, by now our, our, yeah. our listeners have heard the 911 call where she's nonchalantly tells them. So we were playing hide and seek last night, and uh, I I zipped him in a suitcase, and then I f- fell asleep, and I forgot about him till this morning, and now he's purple and stiff. Yeah. Can you imagine being the no. 911 operator? Hi, what? Uh. What just happened? <laughs> Can you repeat that? Jesus. And then they just you know, so then they patch him through the fire, and I'm just picturing like, oh, you're gonna love this one, chief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good God. Right. I feel like on the way to that call, you're probably having like a total anxiety attack. Just imagine this guy like inside the suitcase. Yeah, that did. This is this is something else. Right. I mean, I, I don't know if she definitely dialing. hit him or she didn't hit him or if yeah. they just whatever. But it sounds like he's got blunt force trauma to his head. Right. I feel like she rendered him unconscious. It sounds like it. And put him in there. Man. So I can now, if he's in there and he's conscious and he's tr- well we know for a fact he was conscious he did because wake up. yeah and there was like all this like struggling you know right. like you ever put a cat in a pillowcase that's what it looks like <laughs> there's like all this struggling and he's like seriously seriously and, and the suitcase is moving around we'll yeah. put that this, there's only a short video there's not the whole video there's a short video we'll put it on our page yeah, so people nuts. can see it but um she is awaiting trial and um. So she faces 15 years or more, depending on what she's convicted of. So she could potentially, they charge her with second degree murder. Okay. But she potentially could be convicted of manslaughter or negligent homicide. So I guess it depends on if they think it was intentional, not intentional, accidental. I think it would be tough to prove that it was intentional, that she wanted him to die. You know what I mean? With the, except for the videos where she says like, ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. (laughs) I mean, how how long were you planning on keeping him in there before you took him out? <laughs> this is nuts. This I, is a good one. This is seriously a good one. Oh my god! Right. Like this, this is like this is a five star one. God, this but one got people talking for it's sure. It's a bad one. It's terrible. <laughs> that is an awful way to die. Yeah, no, I know. Like I said, I, not to keep repeating You're in myself, a tiny but like small space, yeah, fighting for your life. And, and you and, just run out of And there oxygen. has to be a party to know that, like, you're going to die. Right. Right. There's party. And, like, I'm dying in a suitcase. I, I'm telling you. Right? Like, that, and that's And then when she goes to... to bed and she just stops completely answering. 
Like, what do you think? And then, like, I'm fucking Can toast. I tell you the scariest part of this whole thing? I mean, like, the most creepy, scariest part of this whole thing? Yeah. Is her walking up the stairs. Oh, yeah. Knowing. When he knows, like, that's it. She knew no, no, she, I'm oh, saying, no, I'm saying, like, picture her walking up the stairs. Like, what's going through her mind? She's like, he's going to die. Like, she's walking up the stairs. That is That, for me, is the spookiest part of it. I know. Just knowing that that's it. I know. Fucking creepy. It is. Or Man. him being in the suitcase and hearing her go up the stairs. I mean, like, this is my last hope. Yeah. Good God. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. That being said, yeah, I'm well, not sure I'm going to be able to sleep. <laughs> yeah, good job with 40. People are like, oh, well, that was that. That's the end of that podcast. <laughs> Fucked up. That is fucking nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. Well, what do you guys think? I mean, do you guys think this is this is our worst one? Or do you think this is, like, nothing compared to some of the other ones? I mean, because, listen, if you look back at the Rolodex of some of these episodes, I mean, we, we've talked about some pretty whack stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the meantime, though, you you shoot someone, you stab someone, you dismember someone. Sometimes it's like a fast death. You put someone in a suitcase and shut it and then flip it upside down on them. That's a slow and torturous death. So while we're on 40, what was your worst one so far? Most disturbing of all the episodes? I mean, obviously number five. Five for you? Yeah. It had to be. How could it not be? She She cooked her husband. That lady was so crazy. Yeah. Five's up there for me, but I think the, I think the worst one for me, was the guy in the totes. She shot him I, though. I know, it I, went I, fast. Like I, she, he was like on his computer and then dead. I get that. It's it's not the way he died. It's the it's the manner in which his body was. I mean, maybe maybe the one where the, he left her on Facebook, that one was pretty bad because that was bad. Yeah. I mean, they had a video of him coming down, coldly shooting her, right, walking right. out. But think about know. the dude in the totes. Like that kid's son was in and out of that house every day, walking past the Living door. Living in the house with his dad's body yeah. and three toes. Part of him's in the basement, part of him's mm-hmm. in the bedroom. Oh, by the way, if you're tuning in for the first time, and this is your first time with us at episode 40, welcome to the madness. <laughs> right. Go back and listen to these episodes because they're bananas. The one with the totes is, um, which one is that one? I don't oh, Gone to Texas. Gone to Texas, yeah. yeah. And then episode five is the one that you're talking about where the person... Cooked her husband. Cooked her husband's head and put it in a stew. Tried to feed it to his children. Tried to feed it to his children. <laughs> but, you know, no. to me, like, which I guess our listeners don't see this, but, like, to me, like, when I did the research for that one, right. the crime scene where his body, like, where she had killed him and there was blood, like... Everywhere. Like, like as if it was from The Shining. Like, right. from the ceiling to yep. the ground, like, yep. all over. And she she's just, a butcher, so she's used to that. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I found that disturbing. Yeah. On a serious note... Thanks for being with us for 40 episodes. It's awesome. We looked today and we had the most downloads in one day, which is which is awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, I think it's, so it's cool. getting better. Yeah, it's just cool that people like actually listen to stuff. It is exciting. Yeah, you know, it's kind of timeless too, because like if you don't listen to it like the first day it's out, like you could still listen to it in a year or two years. Like, right. It's like kind of timeless, and I I love it. And and you know just so you guys know, those that listen to us and have podcasts yourself. We listen to a lot of a lot of podcasts uh, we as do. well, yeah. So it's really cool to, uh, to you know. To I'm actually a fan of ones that are like chronological. Like I just got finished listening to um, this one about about the mansion murder in, in D.C. and it was like basically like a, I think it was like eight episodes of like this one murder. Right. 
you know, it's not something we would cover because it's not like a couple murder, but it was disturbing. And I'm thinking, God, this lady's so professional, but it turns out she's actually a journalist in uh, okay. DC TV. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'm nothing like this lady. Like I'm just like a regular person just talking and saying like too much. But, but what I've heard, <laughs> but what I hear from the people who listen to the show is that they liked it because it is just two regular people talking about, you know. Yeah. It's that water cooler version of storytelling, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Well, listen, thanks for stopping thanks by for 40. Thanks a lot for sticking around. And hopefully we will continue to keep your attention. Yeah, and like entertain. We appreciate you. <laughs> you got it. See you Have soon. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.